Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. And we plunge ahead, and we're on episode 183, if you're counting, on the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. And I had a lady come up to me today, uh, Sunday, and say, hey, you're always talking about people talking about the podcast. Well, I was listening, too, so talk about me. So here's her talk. <laughs> she gets it. So, But she says how much she enjoys and appreciates. Well, okay, and okay, it's okay. a blessing to know that. Good. So with that in mind, continue to get the word out. People are listening. People are starting to listen. Uh, people have uh, gotten out of listening and are coming back to listening. You know, hopefully it's going to be their New Year's resolution. I want to listen to Connecting Faith to Life more that's than a, I did last year. That's a great resolution. That would be. Yeah. So let them know. Facebook, Twitter, whatever, text. Get them out there and uh, let them know that uh, they can come and be a part on any one of your uh, – platforms that you use social media platforms just uh list podcast platforms just listen well pastor uh as we finish the christmas season jump into the new year a lot of us make resolutions and What's i'm yours? sure you make some uh mine is to not make resolutions <laughs> i'm not a resolution person i'm really not i mean i always commit to read the word of god at least yeah, once once yeah. a year and those kind of things but that's just that's just what i do I, it's not because of a resolution but um no, I don't make resolutions. Well, I don't know if I've ever made resolutions either, but if you do, good for you. Yes, I mean, um, I'm not against them. I'm just, I just don't do it. So. Yeah, so if you're listening to this episode on the day of release, it's a big day, isn't it, Pops? It is a big day do you for know all kind of reasons. Yeah. I do. It's a you, big day. You, I'm going to let you say it, though. Well, because Georgia repeated as national champions That's right. last night, and you that, didn't even watch the game. I, I didn't have access to ESPN. I would have. I would have. I watched the first game, but I just didn't watch you it. You could so. have come over to the house. I don't let you watch it with me. Not last night. <laughs> right. I was you, you were hacking up your lungs. Yeah, you I was were hacking up my lungs. So. Cough going on, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I'm happy for you. Well, thank you. And I'm happy I didn't for really the whole Georgia Nation. I didn't really do much, but watch Bulldog but. Nation. Appreciate. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So you had your day. Clemson had their day. We did. We never did. repeated though. Never won not, not two in a row. row. Sixteen and eighteen. 16, 18. Had got two, but not two in a row. So. We've got three. We got one back in the dark ages. Right. Well, Georgia got one back in the dark ages yeah. as well. Back we got the- yards two years or one year after y'all did. But so, anyway, right about so that. So Georgia has won the national championship three times in my lifetime. Yeah, that's right. Once when I was two. And in the last two years. And there you go. It's yeah, a good, it's a good, good feeling, isn't it? Pretty good. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. So if you're a Clemson fan, South Carolina fan, I'm sorry. Maybe you'll get your shot. At South Carolina, I don't know if they'll ever get a shot. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Yeah. College football is kind of interesting. Yes, it is. People it is. go crazy over it, don't they? It, a little too crazy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I had a guy leave my church who was a Clemson fan because a Carolina fan made fun of him. Oh, yeah? He said, you know, I, can't, I can't be in a church like that. And it was a big joke in any way. So I had, this a, years I ago, had a professor but. in seminary who said to us, he said, as a pastor, you should never talk about football or sports from the stage because it's way too divisive. Wow. Yeah, I did not heed that advice. Yeah, I, I think our well, I think it's I mean, fun. Typically, I think it's our fun. church is okay yeah, with I it. Think, but, I think people know. realize we're joking around and just having a good time. But at any rate. Well, pastors. On to other things. Yeah, uh, on to other things. And re- relatively important things. You know, as we make these New Year's resolutions, I think a lot of us are probably saying, 
and should should actually make a commitment to be a better parent. Yeah. You know, how can I parent my children better? How can I raise them as 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 Christ would have uh, would have want, would want me to? How do I bring them under the fold? How do I control them and all those things as far as uh, you know their children? Yeah. And so, uh, Pastor, I think we we've got a great opportunity these next two weeks. I think. Yeah. To be able to talk about a little bit how we. Uh, deal with parenting first. You're up first. You're, uh, and then I'm on deck, and I'll be coming up next week. Yeah. So, so, so I thought this would be kind of fun to do. Um, not that you and I have all the the wisdom in the world. I know I certainly do not when it comes to raising kids. But I thought it'd be fun to talk about it for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and just get two different perspectives. Because here I am, uh, kind of in the in in the right the in throes the middle of, throes of, it. of it. I yeah. have a 12 year old and an eight year old, mm-hmm. and uh, Stacy and I uh, we started a little bit later having children. We were both in our 30s when we had when we had Luke and um and and then Hudson and and so you know there's there's a lot of parents our age that are now grandparents yeah uh we're not there yet we've we've got we're 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 just now getting to middle school so but we're we're right in the middle of it and so you know that I think that gives me a unique perspective going through it and then you've been through it you and Kelly are on the way other side that you do have grandchildren you have yeah. kids that are, are thriving uh, you have uh, kids that are serving in ministry in their local church I mean your kids have turned out all right yeah we you did a pretty good job but I will say we have been the words you use we have been through it yeah you've been through it though I you've mean it's, it. it is I wouldn't call it a battle but it's certainly uh certainly a lot of strife yeah so you and Kelly it's can just give, one of those yeah, things. but you guys can testify of God's grace and how Amen. God did bring you through it's it God's and all those grace, kind of things, exactly. right? So I, I thought it'd just be interesting, just kind of reflect on where we are, Stacy and I, as parents, and kind of some of the things that we're learning, and then to next week get your perspective, sure, and some of the things you're learning. Now, this is from my perspective and your perspective. It might be interesting to bring Stacy and Kelly in here and mm-hmm. let them do it from their perspective. That would be very interesting because what they would say might be completely different than what we would say. I know Kelly would say different than me. Yeah, and and Stacy. I don't know. She probably, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think we're on the same page, but I'm saying as far as how, you know, she's, she's had to pull me back at times. She's had to push me forward at times. You know, you need to do more. You need, you know, you're, you're overbearing right now. You're, you're not doing enough. So anyway, I'll I'll talk about some of those things. That's kind of, you know, marriage and parenting, you know, as they, they work together, you you learn a lot about your kids, you learn about your, a lot about yourself and you Mm -hmm. learn about a lot about your spouse as Mm -hmm. you go through it. Like, you know, because you and your spouse, you come from different backgrounds you were raised in different ways and, and then you bring and you have different personalities mm-hmm. and bringing those unique perspectives That's in right. parenting and trying to be on the same team as you raise your kids. And sometimes you, 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 you disagree. Sometimes you disagree in the way that you discipline or in the way that you approach a situation and trying to work through that. I mean, it, it's it's all a challenge. Good. Every part of it is but a challenge. Every part of it is a challenge. So you, you're trying to bring up these little people and make them real people. You know, it's hard to do. <laughs> So uh, it's hard. It really well, is. Well, we're going to talk about that. So we're, we're starting to get ahead of ourselves. So let's talk about what I want to do this uh, on this episode is talk about five realities that I have learned about parenting. All and right. Next week, we'll do the same with you, Pops. And maybe we can talk Stacy and Kelly and being be on awesome. and, and getting them to give their perspectives. It'd be a lot of fun. That would be. All right. First one is this. Pastor Tommy says that parenting is the greatest and hardest thing that he's ever done. Yeah. There ain't no doubt about that. No, I would. I completely agree. I mean, it really is great just to, to think about the opportunity to have. I mean, you think about how the scriptures talk about how children are a gift from God and mm-hmm. how they're like like arrows in a quiver, and mm-hmm. right? Uh, Psalm 127, that you're getting ready to shoot them out into the world. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. So there, there's this tremendous responsibility, and it is great. Uh, I think about my boys, 12, 8 years old, and just to see their development, see the things they're they're good at, you know, to watch uh, both of them excel in, in school and athletics. And Hudson's, 
you know, learn how to play a piano. Luke's learned how to play the drums. I mean, they're, they're, it's really cool to see mm-hmm. their development and to know that, that I have a part in that, right? That to know that, you know, um, you know, I'm teaching them things and I'm seeing them learn things and, and God's using me in their lives. I mean, it's really, really cool. And if you're a parent, you know this, there's, there's really nothing cooler than to see your kid excel at something so that there, there is something. And, and pops, you remember this. I mean, I remember, you know, when both my boys were born and just, just being there at that moment, that was a miracle, oh. you know, and just, that's, that's really cool stuff. There are some wonderful, wonderful, just awesome moments as a parent. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Right. And then while there are these awesome moments and and this this great responsibility and great task that God gives us the privilege of being a part of, bro, it's hard. Oh, it is. It's no. It is a, is a very difficult thing. And I think about you know all of us as parents. I mean, we. I, I, I know that over the course of my life, I feel like I've done some hard things, and you probably have too. I mean, I know we have people in our church who've done really hard things. They've been in the military service. They've you know police officers or whatever the case may be. You know, I've done some hard things. I've I've um, you know earned a PhD degree. I've you know learned how to fly an airplane. I mean, I've done some hard things. But the hard things I've done in my life, they do not compare to the difficulty of parenting. It is hard. It is. There's no doubt about it. And, and well, I, I guess the encouragement is, I will, and I think, I hope this helps people. You're not alone out no, there. No, that's the You're thing. You're thinking, yeah. oh, well, I'm the only one struggling. Yeah. You're no, not. No, no. You see all this stuff. I'll never forget my wife. Time, and we'll probably talk about this next week. But time and time again, they said, well, you don't know what it's like to have difficult children. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> you know my does. children. You know? Right? Everybody. Does. Wow. Well, yeah. that's the thing, right? Because in the throes of it, you do feel like you're alone. Yeah. You feel like, man, the my kid's the only kid doing this or whatever, and and that's just not true. And I'm I'm constantly reminding my wife of that. We're we're not alone in this. There mm-hmm. are other parents who are going through similar things, and and some parents you know, are going through even more difficult challenges than what we're going through. I mean, that's just that's just reality. It it is hard because you are living in your home with a bunch of sinners. That's exactly right. Right. I'm a sinner. My wife is a sinner. And then I have two boys that are are sinners as well. And when you're sinners, everybody is fighting for what? Fighting for their own way. Mm. And when you're fighting for your own way, when, you know, in my house, it's four of us. When four of us are fighting for our own way, then we should expect it to be quite challenging and quite Mm. difficult and quite hard. And when you have kids that that are learning God's will and trying to discern what God, it's just hard when, when, when they outright choose rebellion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's hard. And so, so there is nothing, I don't think, in this world that is more difficult than raising kids. There's nothing greater, but at the same time, it's a challenge. And so if you feel that way, if you feel like it's hard, you are not alone. You, you, you have the right feeling. It mm-hmm. is. It is downright hard. There's nothing more difficult in my life that I've done than raising two boys. I love it. It's great. Wouldn't change it for the world, but man, it is hard. So number two is this. Pastor Tommy says, I can't get caught up in comparisons, can't yeah. get caught up in comparisons. And that's the challenge, right? The challenge for me as a parent is, is, is I'm always comparing. I'm always comparing the way I parent to someone, to the way someone mm. else parents, or I compare my kids to someone else's kids. And, 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 and here's what I've noticed about parenting, right? Um, and I guess it's just, and I, and I can see myself doing this too at times. Um, everybody who's a parent at some point thinks they're an expert in parenting. Oh boy. Right. Yeah. Let me tell you what I would do mm. or my kids would never. If I saw wow. my kid doing that, if my kid talked to me that way, 
But I've I, but when they say that, I've heard their kid <laughs> right. do those things, say those things, and right, all. Anyway, right, and I'm right. just going okay. And so yeah, that was or 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 you know you, you're at the restaurant and you see the the um the infant cry. Oh and, yeah. And why won't that parent take that? I would never let my kids sit here in this restaurant and cry their head off. Or I mean, and so we 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 have a tendency to compare and have a tendency to judge, mm-hmm. and and those things hurt. I mean, you know, when, when I hear a parent say, you know, I would never let my kid or whatever, or my kid would never talk to me in that way. Or, I mean, those, mm. those things, I mean, they leave some marks on you, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, we're all trying, we're all trying to do the best. And, and here's what, you know, I don't have to tell you this, you know, this, um, every kid's different. That's right. Every child, every kid is different. I mean, I think about my two boys, they are night and day different mm. and, 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 and you don't know, you don't know what the struggles are in somebody's home. You don't know how God has wired those kids. You don't know what's going on. You don't know how that parent is striving to honor the Lord in the way that uh, he or she's bringing up that kid and disciplining that kid. They might be doing all they can. It's, they're just not in a season where what they are doing is producing the results that they might want to see. And so to uh, to compare them to you or compare their kids to your kids or to say, man, what's wrong with you? If you did it this way, if you did it my way, yeah. it's just not helpful, right? Yeah, I, we, I noticed that a lot of times parents will say, Grab my children because I'm I was a pastor and they would grab my children, they'd drag them to me and said, "Your boys are doing this and so," which I really yeah. didn't care about. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. really, I didn't. Yeah. In the long range of things, eh, it might have been over the top, but come on, man. Yeah. And so my answer was always, "I'll take care of that." Yeah. And then I bring them. I said, "So and so said this and so," and I said, "Chill don't out. Do, don't do it in front <laughs> of them anymore." Okay. Right. I mean, right. you know that type of thing. There so. are some different expectations yeah. that uh, that people have a parent of pastors' kids sometimes. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And. Um, and whether rightly or wrongly, uh, but, but here's the, the deal. What I've had to learn is I cannot play the comparison. That's game. exactly right. I cannot compare my kids to other kids. I cannot compare my parenting to other parenting. I can only do what God has called me to do and do the best that I can and trust that the Lord and his sovereignty and his grace is going to do the work that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, here's, here's why I know. Um, and, and I hope this is hopeful uh, for you as parents. If I'm doing what I feel like God wants me to do in my home, right, raising my kids, discipling them, all those kind of things, then ultimately it's going to be all right, right? God, God is going to work. He's going to work in his time and his way. I just be, have to be faithful to the task that he's given me and trust that he's right. going to, um, you know, bring us through. You've seen that, and you're going to talk about that next week, but you've seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just got to keep on. So so don't get caught up in the comparison game. All right. All right. I, I know I've, I've done that. I don't want to do that anymore. Amen. All right. Number three, Pastor Tommy says that discipling children is difficult. Yeah. Discipling. Now, now let's, let's be clear. I'm not talking about disciplining your children. That's yeah. difficult too. Yeah. And, and knowing what works and what, 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 what helps and how to train them and all those kinds of things. I'm talking about discipling, mm-hmm. helping them to grow in Christ, right? Because exactly. that, that's the goal. That's the goal of the Christian life is to be a disciple of Jesus who makes disciples. And God has given you in your home this unique opportunity to disciple these people uh, that he's put under your care, these these children and 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 man it it is hard because here's why it's hard because i'm not the holy spirit oh boy yeah right i mean i mean i want to act as the holy spirit in my home i want to make them do the right thing i want to make them honor jesus but i can't and so so teaching my kids to honor the lord uh, not knowing how they'll respond to that can be quite challenging because i can teach them all day long and they still choose 
uh, to to act in a way that doesn't honor the Lord, mm-hmm. and and that's just what it is. And so so discipling children is difficult because I'm not the Holy Spirit. I cannot change their hearts, and I've had to learn that and and be okay with that. That again, all I can do is what God has called me to do, Amen. and consistently point them to Christ. But then I've also discovered Trey, and I don't know maybe when when you you had your kids in the home, you discovered this to be a challenge as well. Um, just being consistent mm-hmm. is a challenge as well. I'd, I'd love to say that we do a, an outstanding job of every day getting up and reading five chapters of scripture of our kids and having this in-depth Bible study and praying for three hours over, but we don't, we yeah. try. And I think we do. Okay. We have a lot of room for improvement, but, but that, that consistent rhythm mm-hmm. of, 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 of teaching and training, it's, it's a challenge, right? Um, Helping my boys to understand the importance of their own daily Bible reading and taking responsibility for their own faith that they claim to have. It's a challenge. Everything about walking with Christ, right? Because we are sinful people, uh, it can, can be a challenge. And 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 taking kids uh, that that are are still learning, you know, what's up right and what's wrong and how to follow the Spirit of God. It's, it's a challenge to train them to do so. And so mm-hmm. if you are if you feel like, right, you're not making much progress in discipling your children to be the followers of Christ that God wants them to be, uh, don't freak out. Yeah, it's don't freak okay out and don't give up. That's don't give up, right? Don't, don't say, well, this isn't working. Right. It does work. Well, and that's the thing. You just, just have to work just, it. Just work at it. Yeah. And, um, you know, work at uh, it. That's and, a better and, word, and, yeah. And just to the best of your ability, mm. be consistent. And so, you know, what, what I've found over the years is, 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 uh, what works really well are just those those moments. That there's always those teachable moments. There's always those car rides. There's always those times after the game. There's always those nights before bed uh, where where your kids are more sensitive uh, to what you have to say and are more apt to listen. And so look for those moments that are teachable moments and and apply the truth of God's word. Then right. So you know I think about just yesterday there was a moment. Uh, or the day before yesterday, there was a moment when I was able to speak into one of my mm. kids, you know, Proverbs 22, one, right? It was just a perfect time, perfect moment to just remind them a good name is to be chosen above, yeah. above, above great wealth. And here's why. And those teachable moments are, are, are sometimes, um, more effective than that 45 minutes, sit down and listen to me read to you five chapters of Romans, right? Which that's, that's good too. We need to have consistent time in the word as, as we can. Um, but also at the same time, looking for those moments where the spirit is working and being sensitive to that and being able to speak truth into your kids' lives is important too. So I've, I've just, I've discovered that uh, discipling children is difficult and mm-hmm. you, sometimes you wonder if you're getting through, um, but, but you, you keep on at it. That's right. Number four, Pastor Tommy says, I must have a long view of parenting. Yeah. Because what do we mean most by that? of us don't have a long view of anything. Yeah. We're, we're worried about what's going we're on. We're worried right? about right now. The child is yelling and screaming at church. We've got to deal with that immediately. That's exactly yeah. right. I want you to straighten your act up now. Yeah. Yeah. You better not come home from school with that bad grade again. Mm. You better not get written up again. You better not whatever. I want, right. I want change right now. And, and, and that's just not oftentimes the way it works, right? You think about um, the change that God has made in your life mm-hmm. as a follower of Jesus. It's probably been slow change. Very slow. Right? Just over the course of years, God has grown you. And so, so with parenting, I think, just keeping that long view in mind that, yes, right now I would love to see my kids just on fire for Christ 
and and doing everything with excellence and all that kind of stuff, but they're kids. That's right. They're learning, right? And what we're doing now is we're laying a foundation that will hopefully lead to a fruitful walk with Jesus as they grow older and as they grow in Christ. And so keeping that long view in mind, right? Um, you know, when I think about my, my sons, right, who maybe don't understand um, uh, what, what family life is going to look like for them 20 years down the road, right? They don't know who they're going to marry. They don't know how many children they're going to have. They don't know where they're going to be in life. But right now, with that long view, I can lay a foundation for what their family life will look like later on mm-hmm. and the way that we respond to each other as a family, as the way I treat my wife, you know, all those kinds of things is, is, is kind of setting them up for, for down the road. So that long view of knowing, okay, here's the goal. What I want for them 20, 30 years down the road yeah. and that from now is that they are, you know, walking with Jesus. They're loving their wives. They're raising their kids well. And so right now, what do I do to model for them? Um, and we don't always do it well, obviously, but what do I do now to model for them what I want to see in their lives down the road? And so it always is having that long view in mind. Amen. In the moment, I want change right now. I want you to straighten your sure. act up right now. But, I mean, what what's 20 and, years from now is oftentimes, you know, more important than the right now. Yeah. I found that uh, you know you've won <laughs> when your children are pastors and teachers mm-hmm. and other mm-hmm. things, and they say things like, well, like my mom always said, or like my yeah, dad always yeah, said, yeah, absolutely. and, they, and they, then they use a scriptural principle, but I'm, what I'm saying, especially when they, yeah. but you'll hear them in the sermons or things and you go, Oh, I really I, have an impact on them. Yeah. All of a sudden you realize, yeah. you know, they were listening yeah. and, and you that's did, the thing. You, you didn't know even this. know it, yeah. you know, and that's, you know it's that over and over again, line upon line, yeah. precept upon precept yeah. daily, every day. They are listening and they are getting it right. Yeah. Even if you have the most hard headed child in the world, mm. uh, that child is listening and that child, he or she is getting it. Yes. You might not see much evidence of that on a daily basis, but I promise you they are. Because, you know, even, you know, with my 12-year-old and my 8-year-old, we have those moments where, you know, it's it's God just takes some moments, those special yeah. moments where he confirms you're getting through them. Yeah. Keep on. I mean, and it is a good feeling yeah, when you start feeling, to get, right? you realize right. that. Yeah, absolutely. And then number five for Pastor Tommy is this, God's grace is sufficient. Yeah, and I really do mean that. Because there are days as a parent, and you know this because you were in the midst of it at one point too, Pops, uh, you want to pull your hair Ooh, out. Well, I did. Well, obviously, yeah. You, you got none left. But yeah, I, have none I still left. got mine. I ain't pulled all mine out yet. But there are those days that yeah. you want to pull your hair out. Mm-hmm. Those are There are those days that you want to give up. There are those days that you want to say, or maybe you even have said, I'm done. I can't deal with oh, this yeah. anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just th- that. Or I will not deal with that one more, another yeah. time. That's it. It's so, you know, of course you will. We've but all to say been things there. Like We've that. all been there where yeah. the emotions run high, mm-hmm. that those kids you have, they know exactly what buttons to push. Uh, they know exactly how to get on your nerves. They know exactly mm-hmm. uh, how they can disobey in such a way that will just set you off. They, they <laughs> Some of our kids have become master manipulators. Yeah. I mean, they, they just know how to do those things. Mm-hmm. And, and you let it get the best of you sometimes. And you say, man, I'm done. I can't take any more. You, 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 you explode. You lash out in anger, whatever the case may be. Uh, we've all had those moments. And just that reminder that in those moments when you don't feel like you can take it anymore, God is there. He's it's present exactly in your right. home. He's present within you. And his grace is sufficient. And and where we have messed up in parenting, uh, God is there to forgive us, to give us a new chance. And I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful for God's grace, for second chances, that he continues to use us in the lives of our kids, even when we mess it up royally. And I'm very thankful that kids have a tendency 
to be very resilient. Amen. Right. Amen. That, 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 yes, you might've had a bad night last night where you lashed out and said some things to your kid that you shouldn't have said and, uh, whatever the case may be, but, but, but your kids, they, 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 they are more than willing to forgive and they're more than willing to receive your love. And so, man, God's grace is sufficient that, that he is, he is there in the home to give you wisdom. He is there in the home to get, get you through and you can rely on him. And even if sometimes like me, you feel like you're failing at every turn, God is there to help That's you right. and to give you better days. And so never forget, I mean, it's a good reminder for me that God's grace is sufficient. In the midst of the battle, mm-hmm. which I feel like oftentimes parenting is a battle, right? Uh, you're at war with a very real enemy mm. who wants to take down your home. In the midst of the battle, right, you do see those moments of victory that God is confirming to you, you've got it. Mm. You're going to see the other side of this. Your kids are going to be fine. Keep your eyes on me. It's a battle. Amen. It's going to continue to be a battle, but God's grace is sufficient, and he's given you all that you need in the battle. Amen. I believe in what's called the God of the gaps, mm. in that we are never going to be sufficient. Yeah. Never. Yeah. But God is. That's right. And so where I was in, insufficient, yeah. God in his grace has been sufficient. That's right. That's right. And that's when you get to the end of the day, the end of, the, end of, end of, end of raising your children, rearing your children, whatever the word you want to use, the idea is that, you know, thank God, because my, my kids can tell me all day long all the mistakes I made. Yeah, yeah. And yet, here they are. Yeah, that's you know? right. And uh, it's it's interesting to see that. So grace is such a huge part that's of being exactly a good right. parent. That's exactly right. Well, Pastor, these have been some good words, and I hope that I can do half as well. Oh, you will do outstanding. That. And, and uh, you're going to really help us next week on the other side to see what the victory can look like as we stay faithful. And I look forward to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll share great. the best I can. Yep. And uh, Pastor, as we close today, why don't you get us ready for next week? Well, we do want to continue to wish you a happy new year and hope that your year start off well. And I hope this has been a blessing to you in this new year. And so if this podcast has been helpful for you today, uh, leave us a five-star review that helps us to get word out about our podcast and hit that subscribe button uh, in your content provider. That way you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Uh, We hope today's been helpful. And we hope as always, today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.